am I making the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Like, is it the right decision to send the kids to school? Is it the right decision to keep them home? Is it the right decision to quit my job? Like, shouldn't I be grateful that I even have a job? So shouldn't I be grateful I even can get up at four o'clock in the morning to get my work done before I homeschool and before I cook supper and before da, 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 da. Like, shouldn't I be grateful for that? Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail? I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. I am your host, Brittany Lynch, and welcome to today's episode. Now, I know if you're listening from Canada, happy Labor Day. Um, And I know that we have listeners joining us from Canada, where I'm from. I also know we have people joining us from the United States to Germany and the United Kingdom to South Africa and Australia and New Zealand and beyond. And first of all, wherever in the world that you're tuning in from, welcome and thank you so much for joining me here today. And second of all, I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to rate and review the show. Everyone who's subscribed to the podcast, everyone who's shared the podcast with a friend. Honestly, thanks to you. Thanks to you taking the time to do those things to rate and review the show, to share it with friends. Because of you, the Queen of Your Castle podcast has ranked in the top 100 relationship podcasts. And thanks to you, I get to spend every day of my life doing what I love to do. So from the bottom of my heart, I really honestly, truly thank you for spending your time listening to the show. And from the bottom of my heart also... If you haven't tapped subscribe or you haven't yet rated and reviewed the show, then what the heck are you waiting for? Now, another reason that I'm bringing up geography is not because I'm good at it. It's not because I'm good at it. Ask my husband. But one of the reasons I'm, or the big reason, I guess, that I'm bringing up geography is because in Canada, we have an office supply store called Staples. This will make sense in a second. You might be like, what are you talking about, Brittany? I promise there's a point here. Just hold on. Hold on with me. Jesus, take the wheel. Let's, well, I'll I'll get to it. So in Canada, we have this office supply store called Staples. And I don't know if there are Staples in other places in the world because whenever I've left Canada, I haven't been on the lookout for printer paper. But here in Canada, Staples is like a huge supermarket, but instead of food it has office supplies like printers and paper and stationery and pencils and office chairs and those mats that you put on your carpet so your wheels of your office chair don't ding into the carpet like you name it staples has it if there's the potential it would go inside of an office staples has it 
Staples is also, for that reason, Staples is a favorite, a Canadian favorite for back-to-school shopping. And I have really fond memories of my youth being so excited in like August, at the end of August, to walk into Staples. And as soon as those double glass doors slide open, you walk in and your nose is just like hit with a wall of the smell of vinyl because of all the stacks and stacks and stacks of vinyl binders, vinyl three ring binders all over the store. So I have this like really nostalgic memory of Staples, the office store. And I would be so excited in my youth to go and look at all these beautiful day planners that they had and see if gel pens had come back in style yet and look at the cool colors of sticky notes that they had. And I actually wouldn't mind going to Staples right now. For some reason, I just love looking at that stuff. But anyway, in Canada, our kids go back to school in September And starting in like late July or August, Staples always runs this TV. By the way, P.S., this episode is not sponsored by Staples. Staples, though, always runs this TV commercial where there's a parent who's like hopped up on the handle side of a shopping cart, like where you'd push your shopping cart. There's a parent in this commercial, a parent wheeling through the aisles. Like, you know how you'd ride a skateboard with like pushing your foot on the ground and wheeling yourself. So this commercial, I'm not doing a very good job explaining it. Imagine you're running through a grocery store and you put your feet up on the shopping cart while you're pushing it. So you're like sailing on the shopping cart. I don't know if anyone else does that or if it's just me. But in this commercial, this parent's like hopped up on a shopping cart like it's a skateboard and riding down the aisles of the store with a huge smile on their face, the wind in their hair, and they're going up and down the aisles of Staples. And during this commercial, they play the little jingle from the Christmas song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm not a baritone, obviously. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You guys know the song. And I never understood this commercial when I was a kid. I just remember the jingle because it's a Christmas song. But as a parent now, like I get it. I get why parents would think back to school is the most wonderful time of the year. But, you know, back to school this year, and actually this podcast episode was my husband Seamus' idea. Thanks, babe. But while I was letting this episode formulate in my head... I started immediately singing that Staples jingle. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And I wondered, did Staples pull their commercial this year? Like surely, if they played that same commercial that they've been playing for like 20 years at least, if they played that commercial, people would probably show up in front of Staples stores nationwide with pitchforks. Because for the first time, maybe ever and hopefully ever again, back to school for parents is not this like joyous occasion where you're stoked because your sanity is just around the corner and you know that your routine is just around the corner and the kids will be nice and tired again and using their brains and 
they won't be keeping you awake playing Fortnite until three o'clock in the morning anymore. And you don't have to spend your life savings on snacks this month. But all of the things that back to school used to mean, all of these exciting things that back to school used to mean for parents, for kids, for getting back into routine, to getting back to normal. Right now, for many, many families, this is not, this is absolutely not the most wonderful time of the year. Back to school right now in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic that started six dang months ago, it, this is, it's an absolute dumpster fire. And then you go ahead and layer on like the additional, in our instances, you go and layer, layer on the additional complexities of a step family, like on top of all of that. So some step families have yours, mine, and ours kids going back and forth to multiple houses. Some step families have one parent wanting to send the kids to school and one parent wanting to homeschool, but not wanting to be the one delivering the homeschooling education. You know, it's usually the women who are being volunteered to take on the responsibility of homeschooling or home learning supervision duties And either that they have to find a way to get their career work done in the ungodly hours of the day and hope that they don't lose their job and their income while they're trying to keep their kids from flunking school and making sure the house is clean and that their groceries in the fridge. Or, you know, there's people, of course, who just say, fuck it and quit their jobs and then end up resentful because if they wanted to homeschool their kids, then they wouldn't have spent years trying to build a career. And for the poor fucking teachers who are literally not paid even close to enough money to deal with normal fucking school, let alone this, and to the school administrators and the health professionals who are damned if they do and damned if they don't. Mad, 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 mad alive. Like who wrote the plot for 2020 and have they been fired yet is my number one question. Now, if you're like most people right now, there's a good chance that there has been some division, some divisiveness between the people in your immediate circle. Whether that looks like maybe you're ticked off because your partner's ex doesn't make the kids wear masks, so when they come to yours, you can't get them to wear a mask. Or whether you're ticked off because your partner doesn't want to vaccinate or whatever the hundreds and hundreds of permutations and combinations could be right now that would lead to someone being upset about someone else making the opposite choice as you would make. There are hundreds of decisions that are being made in the state of this world right now. And each and every one of them are leaving both bio and step parents to ask, am I making the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Like, is it the right decision to send the kids to school? Is it the right decision to keep them home? Is it the right decision to quit my job? Like, shouldn't I be grateful that I even have a job? So shouldn't I be grateful I even can get up at four o'clock in the morning to get my work done before I homeschool and before I cook supper and before da-da-da-da-da? Like, shouldn't I be grateful for that? Is it the right decision to vaccinate? Is it the right decision to wear masks, to not wear masks, to have a family gathering, to keep visitation the same? to push forward with our wedding, to postpone a loved one's memorial. How do you know if you're making the right decisions right now? And maybe more importantly, 
in terms of stress management, how are you handling it when everyone else seems to be making the wrong choices in your eyes? Like, what are you supposed to do when the people you care about are being unreasonable and are doing the exact opposite of what you think is right? Even for Pete's sake, even in the science community, there's division. Even within the one thing that we turn to for cold, hard evidence, because science is based in fact, even within the science community, there's no unified front. Like psychologists and psychiatrists and mental health professionals are saying that social distancing and keeping kids home and making them wear masks is damaging and isolating and they're predicting all of these statistics as far as what mental health is going to look like in the future. And then on the other hand... You have some physician saying that COVID is spread this one way and that masks won't help. And then you have other scientists saying COVID spread another way and that masks and social distancing are the most effective thing. So keep your kids home, right? Other folks are saying we'll just be updated as more evidence comes available. But every piece of evidence that comes available is contradictory to the evidence that was out before. So what the heck are we supposed to do? Right? What are we supposed to believe? And there are so many what ifs and what abouts right now. And so many people who are trying to make the right decision for themselves and for their kids and for their families and for their futures. There are about a bazillion keyboard warriors out there who might think they're doing the right thing, but who are really just contributing to the creation of more polarizing energy during a time in history when we have been living in a global pandemic under a global traumatic incident under complete global fuckery. And the last thing that we need is more division. Last thing we need is more divisiveness. And even by me saying this, I'm creating divisiveness because people aren't going to agree with what I'm saying and will believe that the right thing to do is to prove that their point is the right point. But what I've been noticing is that some people are really fucking scared right now and they've been scared for six months and they'll be con- they'll continue to be scared until God knows when. And then there are people on the other side of the spectrum who are so over this pandemic, who are so sick of hearing about COVID, maybe believe that the virus isn't even real, who are trying to disprove that, that the statistics are accurate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in these instances, who is right and who is wrong? And how do you know if you've made the right decisions? How do you know if your partner's made the right decisions? If your partner's ex has made the right decisions? Like, how do you know? Listen, you don't. You can't. There's no way to know if the decision that you made today or yesterday is going to be the right decision in a week or two weeks or two years. If COVID has taught the world anything, it's that we literally have no freaking idea what tomorrow is going to bring. We have zero idea. We've, we've got assumptions, right? We can make assumptions based on what the past has looked like, but not one single person on this planet, at least from what I know to be true about the world, not one single person on this planet can genuinely predict the future. What we do do though, what every single human does do 
is that we all are doing the best that we can with the resources we have available. And that's a fact. If your neighbor or Sally doesn't believe in masks, but you do, both of you have made the decision that you believe to be best. And you're both doing the best you can with the resources that you have. If your neighbor Sally is sending her kids to school, but yours are staying home, both of you have made the decision that you believe to be best. And you're both doing the best you can with the resources that you have. That anguish and stress about making the right choice and that back and forth ping pong match in your head about whether that's like about your own choices or the choices of other people that other people are making. There are people, if you're having that ping pong match in your head, in your mind, there are other people who are also having their very own ping pong matches in their very own heads. But they might be feeling the same way as you are. They might be feeling differently than you are. So at the end of the day, people want to be right. People want to be good. People want to be recognized for being right and being good. People want to know that they're not jeopardizing their own health and safety or the health and safety of their loved ones or the health and safety of people they've never met. But this is something that I think about a lot Is like, what kind of world could we live in if we all just gave each other a fucking break? And if we just gave ourselves a fucking break and we just trusted that life is one big choose your own adventure game. There's no way on this earth that you would be able to know with full certainty that you were making the choices that will lead to the outcome that you want. There's no way to know that. There's no way to have certainty that the choice you're making today is going to give you the outcome that you're hoping to have. But everything's going to be okay, right? What kind of world could we live in if we said, like, I don't agree with a thing that you're saying, but I see you and I honor your perspective. You know, some of my favorite conversations that I have are with a friend of mine I met through Step Queen, and she's very conservative, and I am not, but we have some really good conversations, right? Like, she's never changed my mind, but she doesn't try to change my mind. She just tells me what she believes. Is she wrong because I don't believe the same things that she does? No. Am I wrong because I don't believe the same things? Wait, I'm saying that backwards. You know what I'm trying to say. Neither of us is right. Neither of us is wrong. We're allowed. We're human beings. We're allowed to have our own beliefs, right? Like if we were all supposed to believe the same things, we would all believe the same things. If human beings were all supposed to have the same opinions, we would all have the same opinions. But what would it look like if we could just freaking relax and respect other people's choices, even if we don't like them, right? And what if you just gave yourself a break to know that you're making the best choice that you can right now with the information that you've got and what your neighbor Sally does has no bearing on what you feel is right. So, you know, back to school this year might not look anything like you plan for it to look in your mind. Probably no one on this planet can say that back to school looks anything like how they planned it to be in their mind. But the reality, the reality of what's truly preventing this from being 
the most wonderful time of the year is probably not what you originally thought. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week, same time, same place. For more behind-the-scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend.